The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not lose hope. He said, In a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him, saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while, he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps pummeling me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Let us pray. May your word, O God, touch our hearts today. As we listen for your Spirit's voice, may we also find our own to reach out to you in prayer and to follow your course of speaking justice at all times, never losing heart. Amen. So here is a sermon about the need to pray always and never give up. In the Stockstill house, we are entering what I think may be a very long season of near-obsessive Disney movie viewing. And it is a guilty pleasure for me, rediscovering the movies of my childhood with my children. Lion King is my personal favorite, and it is big in our house right now. Moana had a good run. That's a good one, too, if you haven't seen it. But I'm really looking forward to uh, Winnie the Pooh's turn on top. I know I, I've mentioned this before, I think, but, but it's, it's hard to talk about encouragement without talking about Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh, the masters of simple, authentic encouragement with the classic understated British charm. Without laying it on too thick or sharing some eye-rolling cliches, those two just seem to find the right way at the right time to encourage each other and to encourage their uh, little more tightly wound friends. One day, Christopher Robin was trying to prepare Winnie the Pooh for the fact that Christopher Robin would be going away for a while. He was an old, sage man at probably five years old, and summer was ending, and Christopher Robin was starting school. And Winnie the Pooh, he, he cannot imagine that he could get by without Christopher Robin in his life every day. And Pooh says, I, I, I would be quite lost without you. Who would I call in those days when I'm not strong enough or 
brave enough. And who would I ask for advice when I don't know which way to turn? Life without the constant presence of Christopher Robin's encouragement is inconceivable for Winnie the Pooh. So Christopher Robin takes a deep breath. He looks closely at his Pooh bear. And he says, oh, Pooh, if ever there's a tomorrow when we're not together, there's something you must remember. What might that be, Christopher Robin? Winnie the Pooh. You are braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. Pooh says confidently, oh, that's easy. Uh, We're braver than a bee and uh, longer than a tree and taller than a goose. Or was that a moose? No, silly old bear, chuckles Christopher Robin. You're braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Isn't that just the best encouragement? It's beyond you can do it. This encouragement says why I know that you can do it, because whatever doubts you may have about your ability, you're braver, stronger, and smarter than you feel right now. This is the kind of real, unsentimental encouragement that Jesus offers his disciples in an increasingly tough time. In today's gospel reading, Jesus knows that he'll be leaving his disciples soon. He is leading his followers to Jerusalem, which is where he will be arrested and executed. This Humiliation and death of Jesus is inconceivable to his disciples. Jesus will witness his friends in the depths of despair. He will see them not only abandon him, but worse, he will see them lose hope in him. He knows at this moment they don't truly understand what, what he's been trying to show them, that in following him, they are following more than some earthly hero who will be the next great king of Israel. That they are following their eternal savior who will walk through this life every step of the way with them, who will walk with them through death, who will carry them into eternal life. And now he knows they don't get it, but he wants them to keep hope to hang in there through these very hard days ahead. And as the clouds of trouble gather, as his warnings of what is to come grow increasingly terrifying, Jesus doesn't want them to lose heart, which is, as we know, exactly what they do. So Jesus takes a deep breath. He looks closely at his disciples, and in his way, he tells them, that you are braver than you believe. You are stronger than you seem, and you are smarter than you think. He encourages them, as he does each of us, to not lose heart, to keep praying, to keep the faith. Don't give up. 
But we disciples, we can get so weary of the waiting and the praying, so lost sometimes. Jesus' words can feel too far from us or too confusing. Trying not to lose heart, turning to prayer again and again when things are taking so long, when things just don't seem to be getting any better, I mean, you know that that, that, that kind of longing can wear a body down, can it? Not too long ago, a friend was struggling to get the housing that he needed. For years, he had been on the waiting list for public housing. He'd call up the office from time to time to see if there had been any progress, and they'd say, oh, no, no, not, nothing yet. No, the list is too long. Just keep waiting. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Year after year passed by, still waiting. And in the meantime, he was living in pretty rough conditions, struggling to get by, struggling not to lose hope. One day, we called the Office of Public Housing together to see if we could just find out what, what the holdup was. I was told that there were some documents that could be signed, letters that could be written, forms that could be sent in. Together, we called and called and called again, and we decided that we weren't going to accept the delays any longer. And I think eventually we just wore them down. For suddenly, suddenly, an apartment became available. The long wait was over. It's hard not to lose hope when the system seems to be rigged against you. When every time you try to do the right thing, it seems like something else pops up that gets in the way. That's the way that injustice in our human systems work. They try to wear us down with the waiting and the denying and the bureaucracy counting on us to lose hope, to give up. The disciples were about to see the huge machine of corrupt politics and religion conspire against their great hope in Jesus Christ. Some things stay the same, don't they? The disciples witnessed Jesus arrested and unjustly crucified by a system that seemed way, way bigger than their little movement of hope. But Jesus teaches us that he is beyond corrupt politics and religion. Jesus is beyond our faulty healthcare system. Jesus is greater than our housing problems. Jesus is more powerful even than death. Jesus teaches us that, that you can, can look at, at whatever we're facing down the road and not back down, but wear down our troubles with our hope. He says, let, let, let hope wear down the fear. Let hope wear down our doubt. Let hope wear down injustice. Let hope wear down even death. Jesus told them a, a parable about their need, their need to pray and always and to, and to not lose heart. He is looking with his disciples at this tough road ahead, and he gives them actually a pretty hilarious story. 
to build up and encourage them. He asked them to imagine a, a, a just massively powerful judge, someone who seems untouchable, who acts above the law. And, and this judge, he says, this judge doesn't care about anybody. He is so powerful, he doesn't even pretend to be good or decent or God-fearing. This judge, you, you could hear him uh, just say that there's nothing that could touch him, that he could maybe even get away with murder. But then here comes this widow. And in Jesus' time, this widow was the farthest end of the spectrum from this judge, as power goes. She had no power, completely at the mercy of a merciless judge. But rather than let the judge's denial of justice wear her down, she wears the judge down. In the original Greek language of this text, Jesus says that she wore him down like a boxer, pummeling him, giving him black eye after black eye is the, the literal translation there, with her consistent coming and demanding justice until finally, she prevailed. She wore him down with a defiant hope. She may have been vulnerable. It may have seemed absurd for her to dare to stand up to this machine. But Jesus says, that's the model of faith. That is the model of hope. Jesus' dream for us these thousands of years later is that we still, to this day, have that much hope and expectation, as much faith as this woman still coming again and again for our grace, demanding justice in the face of oppression, seeing life where others just see death, looking at grave after grave after grave of our loved ones and friends and seeing more and more life gathered around God's eternal welcome table. A woman like this can stand at the grave of the one in whom they had placed all of their hope and smile because she knows he's risen. A woman like this can look at the violence and despair that afflicts this community and keep coming back with a vision of healing, justice for those on this hill that have been too long suffering the effects of racism and addiction and despair and neglect. A woman or man like this widow outlasts the naysayers and the deniers of justice with prayers and labor until this hill flows with streams of mercy never ceasing. Church, Allison Hill, all of Harrisburg, God will grant justice. Keep praying. Don't lose heart. You're braver than you believe. You're stronger than you may seem. You're way smarter than you think. At the end of that scene in Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin tells Pooh, the most important thing is that even if we're apart, I'll always be with you. Jesus tells his disciples the same thing, that his spirit will always be with us, giving us the power and the courage 
to keep heart for our own sake and for the sake of all who need someone like you to stand with them with words of encouragement and hope to persist in pummeling injustice, scattering darkness, restoring health and rebuilding community so that there is no doubt that when the Son of Man comes, he will find faith on earth, for here we all still stand, praying with our loud voices, grant us justice, and also praying with our hands as we join with God to be the answer to those undying prayers. And may it be so.